We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, 2.30. It's time to talk to the manager of the Boston Red Sox, Alex Core. He's brought to you by Arbella Insurance. Alex joins us on the Harbor One Hotline. Alex, how you doing, man? It's Luke, Christian, and Mego. Doing Doing good, doing good. How are you guys? We What's are up? good. Listen, I got to ask you about last night. Obviously, uh, tough second inning from Nate and the way he's been throwing the ball. I know that that's a good lineup. I don't know what, what you saw from Nate. You saw something different. And, you know, me and others, when I, when I see some grid pitcher getting hit hard like that, even with a good lineup, I start thinking that I got something on this guy because it was like a historic inning. What did you see from him? Um, I mean, if you look at last last year too, you know they they put a good at bats against him. Uh, I know he pitched well in the playoffs, but uh, if you look at the numbers, is is eye opening. I think it's eighty one at bats, thirty hits, eleven doubles, and six homers. So uh, it's a combination of a lot of things. Obviously, there's a lot of work to do, but uh, as you know, Nate is one of the best pitchers at throwing you know, two strikes in his first three pitches. Offensively, they're one of the most aggressive teams in the league, and they put good swings early, and they do, they do damage early. So it's a, lot of, a lot of things didn't work our way, right? And uh, they hit the ball in the air. Uh, you know, the stadium, Fenway yesterday, was playing very small, and, uh, you know, that didn't happen uh, to us. Is there, do, do you guys do, like in football, you know, after a bad loss, the coach will take the football and they'll like have like a ceremony where they bury the football. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm like, is, is, is this, this has got to be something where you just have to be like, it's, sometimes it just happens. You know what? Let's not let it affect the next game, right? Because, I mean, sometimes crazy things do happen. Yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, we win, this, we win the game tonight and you win the series, right? And that's the goal every every time we play the opposition, so... Um, there's certain days that, uh, you know, is, uh, <laughs> club soda and vodka mm-hmm. and others is beers, you know, and yes, it was, it felt like a beer night, you know, like just a few. And, and I mean, we've, we've been playing so many close games that yesterday for the first time in a while, it felt that it got out of hand and, and actually offensively, it didn't feel that way. Right. Like we were, we were swinging the bat wells and we had, first and third with less than two outs and it just felt like hey, it might be a special night in Fenway but it wasn't but uh you just turn the page right away start working he started working already to, uh, for the one on Sunday uh, just to look at some information and his videos and all that and us you know there's a lot of people here working outside and uh you know taking batting practice and get ready for tonight uh, speaking of batting practice, so Trevor's story's been heating up a bit at the plate. He got that solo home run on Monday. Uh, what's his process been like trying to find his way here in Boston, and what's the work that you've been seeing from him behind the scenes? I just do believe everything starts with a fastball. You, you got to, you know, whatever you do offensively, you got to be ready for it. And he's been off for a while. Uh, in Atlanta, he put some good swings. In Texas, he did too. And uh, he's seen the ball a lot better. Uh, it, it looks like he's not trying to cover the whole plate. Uh, he's actually trying to, to shoot the ball up the middle, and uh, it's giving him good results. You, you see the quality of the at-bats. When, when you see guys taking their walks, 
uh, it, it means that obviously they're controlling the strike zone and in the last seven or eight days, he's done a really good job offensively. We're talking to Alex Cora. Alex, um, you know what, 36 games into the season. When you look out at that bullpen, are you at the time of year now where you're starting to identify roles? Like you've seen enough from guys. You, you're starting to identify who you want in certain games, leading, losing, whatever it might be now? Yeah, I mean, one of the things that because of – certain situations we haven't been able to have the, the full structure out there or the full arms you know we want tanner to go multiple innings and then you know rich get gets covid and he has to start then the off days uh in between the series you know in atlanta and uh and texas but uh you know you see shriver what he brings to the equation you see stromy what he does and tanner obviously he can go multiple innings and we can bring him late in games uh you know uh, Jason, you know, Digman has thrown the ball okay. I know the walks are part are part of this, but uh, yesterday was a good inning for him. Regardless of the the you know the score, it was a good slider, a good fastball. So I think we're we're where we want to be as far as the structure. Now it's a matter of uh, you know have the lead after the sixth inning and then just bring the guys that uh, we're gonna use and uh, close games. You mentioned Tanner Houck. I heard some people suggest that maybe he should be the guy in the back end of that bullpen, but wouldn't that be concerning as far as matchups late? Now you start getting into benches, and now maybe you lose that advantage right on right because he's probably maybe seeing nothing but lefties if this is a guy you used to close? Well, I mean, we got three three lefties, you know, that we can actually use before or after him. You know, we're not saying, you know, use him, you know, we're not. I'm talking about the There's ninth. No closer right now, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I agree with you uh, as far as like, you know, Rich Rich Hill stars. There's going to be a bunch of righties. You bring Tanner right yeah. away, and he's going to get his matchups. And even if they pinch hit early with lefties, it plays into our hands. So yeah. uh, that's 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 what we add, and I think it makes sense, you know. And and he's done a a, a good job against uh, lefties. I, I believe, you know, it's just a matter of the start getting the swing and misses on the slider. That's one of the things that we we're looking at. But as far as like the mix and match with the three lefties and the righties that we have with Tanner and uh, Shriver and obviously Hansel, I think we're in good shape. So we're talking to Alex uh, Cor, a manager of the Boston Red Sox. And so you talk about the structure. So you feel like you're getting that structure. And part of that structure, I'm assuming, is Nick Pavetta. You know, so he had a he didn't have the best April, but in May he's pitching pretty well. What's been the biggest difference for him? from April, and then the three starts that he's had in May? Well, we always talk about his mechanics. He was off in spring training, and he was off early in, in during the season, his first three, I want to say, three and a half. There was a start against Toronto that he, he kind of like found his rhythm. He, he did some work in between starts, and uh, and it kind of like took off. And it, when his mechanics are good, they're sound, the fastball starts playing. And, uh, yeah, he can control the breaking ball. He has a better slider this year than last year. It feels like the last few outings, but everything with him is with the fastball. And uh, regardless if it's 91 or 95, it plays. And it, it has carry. He has good extension. And uh, it's, it's what makes him a, a good pitcher. And uh, the last two, he's been very solid. Here against uh, the White Sox, he was only throwing, what, 90, 91? And uh, he, he got people out with his fastball. And then uh, the last one uh, in Texas, he had a better fastball, and he did a good job. Uh, tonight, there's a good fastball-hitting team, but he pitched well against them last year. He was able to mix, a, mix his uh, curveball early in, in the count and able to expand with the fastball later on. So hopefully that plan works, and we can, we can get the W. 
Alex, this one's a little outside the box, uh, so bear with okay. me. But uh, watching the Celtics heat last night, they went on a little bit of a tangent about Pat Riley, of course, somebody who won as a player, a coach, a president. Uh, you've notched a couple of those on your belt. Would you ever see yourself going towards a, a GM direction, you know, front office and <laughs> trying to win in there? In a row. We've been th- this is three days in a row talking about the same subject. You feel um, like they're trying to push you um, out? <laughs> <laughs> it feels that way, yeah. Um, you know what? Uh, I-, I love the game. I-, I love what I do. I love managing here in this city. But, uh, you know, my my boys are, they turn five in July. And uh, it's going to get to the point, just like Lou, right, that, you know, you want to be part of Little League or or basketball or football, whatever they decide to do, you want to be a part of it. Uh, I don't see myself uh, managing as long as Tito, Tony, Mike Sosha, those those guys. Uh, Rusty Baker. I respect them, but uh, it's very hard. Yeah. And uh, can you imagine manage, be here in, in Boston for 20 years doing this? No. Uh, it's, it's not easy. It's not easy. <laughs> but uh, one of the things that I, I always intrigues me is building a team. And, uh, you know, I, I was a GM in, in Winter Bowl in Puerto Rico. I was the GM for uh, our national team in uh, in the last WBC 2017. Uh, so we'll see. Time will tell what, I, what I'll do in the sport. You know, I, I'm always going to be around. But one thing for sure is I'm not going to be the, the guy that, that works, you know, as a manager for 20 years. Alex, I wanted to ask you about J.D. Martinez because I know a lot of people talking about guys at the end of the year, what's going to happen, and I feel like he doesn't get enough respect for who he is and what he does and the type of hitter he is. How important is that guy, not just in your lineup, but in your locker room with these hitters? Yeah, he um, he's the voice down there. He's the one that uh, when we're going over scouting reports uh, and we talk about what they're going to try to do, uh, he – he always has something for for the guys, and uh, you know he helps Rafi so much and Xander on what they're trying to accomplish. And you now everybody gets caught up on this this whole thing about free agency and all that. If you think about it, he, he you know he had what three opt outs in his contract, yeah. and he performed. You know, like like for him, that's part of the business. That's part of what you know. He agreed to when when we signed him in 2018, and he knows his only job is to show up every day, prepare, go out there, and try to execute his plan. And whatever happens, happens. You know, he's yeah. The results are there. You see it, but he doesn't live and die with the result. He actually lives and die with the preparation and the, and the, and the process. And I'm very proud of him. Um, it's one of these guys that just like David, you know, that they only had one. They only have one job to do. It's to show up every day and and hit. And try to help the offense. And you know, for since 2018, he's been a force here. Uh, the way he goes about it is is, is awesome to manage him. And uh, he's one of the good guys in the clubhouse. All right, last one for all of us. Um, so, what's the deal with everybody? You guys shooting these uh, fake $100 bills from the from the <laughs> from the laundry cart after home runs? What is that about? It's just uh, the other day I was I was going you know like trying to get some stuff for the kids in Amazon. And just ran into this, and you know, like we're trying to get money. You know, we always try to get money. We're always thinking about October and playoff share and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like an inside joke that we got going. And uh, you know, I think it's so you one of the things that the team. 
Yeah, 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 I did. I did. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Actually, I did, yeah. I shave. I got the guns. I don't know. Whatever, whatever what. helps the guys to get you. going, I'll do it. All right, Alex. Well, listen, you can get this one tonight. You can take the series and kind of move on from there. Thanks for uh, joining us. We look forward to talking to you next week. Well, you got game two tomorrow and game three Saturday, right? That is yes, true. Sir. Yes, sir. Got a bunch of them hey, this weekend. Clear. Let's push the, the the Saturday game to 1 o'clock so we can make it at 8 over there. You know? <laughs> there you go. If they switch it, we Be know what the idea time. was. All right, take it easy. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.